Do you secretly worry that others will find out that you're not as bright or not as capable as they think you are? Do you sometimes shy away from challenges because of that nagging self-doubt in your mind? Or do you tend to chalk accomplishments up to being not a big deal or no, they're just being nice because they're my friend or they're family, they have to say this, you know? Well, congratulations. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But stay tuned. We're going to talk more about imposter syndrome. Hey guys, welcome back to Journey 21. It's your girl Pansy and I'm back with another one. So from the intro, you would have guessed we're talking about imposter syndrome, okay? Um, I came across an article by Abigail. Hey guys, welcome back to Journey 21. It's your girl Pansy and I'm back with another one. So from the intro, I've already said that we'll be talking about imposter syndrome today and um after this episode you guys should really go and check out this article from abigail abrams it's a really good article on imposter syndrome and it's titled yes imposter syndrome is real and how to deal with it okay so what is imposter syndrome imposter syndrome refers to an internal experience of believing that you are not competent as others perceive you to be so it tends to occur amongst high achievers who are unable to internalize or to accept their successes so basically you feel like the praise they're giving you is not earned right um and yeah imposter syndrome is also that feeling of you're a phony and at any moment you'd be found out to be a fraud that you actually don't belong in these spaces and you just got here by accident or by dumb luck you know um and actually it can affect anyone no matter your social status work background skill level or degree of expertise it does not discriminate we've all had it at one point and in different aspects of our lives and it's bound to um repeat itself right um it's just one of those things that you need to learn how to um deal with and maneuver around so what are the predisposing factors right people raised in homes with large emphasis on success and achievement tend to end up getting imposter syndrome and then also those who've had parents who flip back and forth between like praise and being critical they tend to um feel like they'll never be good enough and yeah in order to be good enough they need to succeed um another thing is that it's common amongst minorities i mean for the obvious reason you're in a space or maybe a classroom setting it might not be race it could be gender like you're the only woman in that classroom in that work office um, or your firm or in fact you're the youngest so being a minority contributes because you there's no one who looks like you speaks like you come comes from your background so you tend to feel like how did i even get here how did i even manage to achieve this or to get this title it must be a mistake because like 99 percent don't have my attributes so why me type of thing and you tend to think that no 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 this must be a mistake you know um 
yeah and then it also tends to occur when you're entering like a new role that can trigger imposter syndrome for example you're starting at a new university or at a new company or you've recently been promoted and you have um different um caliber of colleagues at this level that you've been promoted to right so those are some of the predisposing factors of imposter syndrome now why do people experience imposter syndrome right so there are multiple factors sometimes it's due to like personality traits such as anxiety and neuroticism and yeah other times it can be attributed to um behavioral or family causes for example looking back at your childhood or childhood memories you tend you ended up internalizing um certain things that were done to you or maybe the way you were reprimanded and now you feel that i have to do xyz in order to be loved i have to always achieve i have to if i don't get this i'll i'll not have that sense of um belonging people will not approve of me people will not want to associate with me or they won't be proud of me you know those are some of the reasons as to why people experience imposter syndrome so what are the characteristics of imposter syndrome okay let's go through i've just made a little list of it um self-doubt is one an inability to realistically assess your competence and skills attributing your success to external factors beating yourself down for every performance you know when when you don't perform as good or you make just one little mistake you tend to blow it out of proportion and all of that and just narrow in on that mistake another one is fear that you won't live up to expectations overachieving sabotaging your own success self-doubt setting very challenging goals and feeling disappointed when you fall short those are some of the characteristics of imposter syndrome so if you've been feeling any of these or you struggle with a lot of these then you indeed have been or are currently experiencing imposter syndrome in that aspect of your life so imposter syndrome appears in different ways so there are groups of people that have been nicknamed and i'll go through the categories so we have perfectionists experts um soloists superman and the natural genius yes those are the categories so let me break it down perfectionists basically you set extremely high expectations for yourself right and you even meet them at to some extent right so maybe you got 98% on an exam or whatever now instead of celebrating like wow like that's a really good mark or let's say your gpa is really high you actually zero in on that 2% that lacking 2% and you just feel so much of a failure and you you make yourself feel small because you really um magnify you magnify where you come short just that two percentage or however amount of percentage neglecting all the success or how far you've come so that's the perfectionist any small mistake will make them question their competence the second one is experts right so an expert is someone where 
they feel like they're not good enough or they never know enough they don't just they don't have enough information right so they tend on putting off projects to later like procrastinating to a sense because they're constantly doing research constantly trying to get information to improve their skills constantly looking for new certifications just to make themselves feel good enough in order to start up a project right also the experts they're the same people that you know when they see a job advert they could have nine out of the ten things that the company would be asking for but just because they lack or they fall short of that one aspect they'll never apply and they'll rather look into like trying to better themselves and they're constantly trying to better themselves that they end up crippling themselves from moving forward right another aspect of being of the expert is you know when you don't speak up in a meeting or like at school or something because you're afraid that people look stupid you prefer oh, let me go home let me actually do my research let me know um, let me better myself so that I can feel like I belong in those spaces because if I speak out and I ask a question and I f- and they found out that uh, she's not too knowledgeable or he's not too knowledgeable on uh, this topic then they'll see that I don't belong. I'll become a complete failure in their eyes, you know. Um, The other one is natural genius, okay. So natural genius is, you know, there are people where, well, not there are people. I feel like everyone has this um, to a certain extent and depending on uh, what aspect you're talking about. Like some people, certain subjects in school just come naturally to them and um, with little effort they do excel in that subject you know and then when they have to actually work 10 times harder they feel like oh my gosh like oh no i'm a failure or whatever i don't belong in this space i'm not good enough because they're so used to getting things or understanding things grasping things easy that the moment where they have to put in hard work to accomplish something they feel that oh maybe this is not for me you know or this is proof that I am an imposter for example maybe you're studying medicine and pathophysiology um, you have it at your fingertips pharmacology and then you get to maybe microbiology or pathology and you need to put extra effort because you're not grasping things as easy as you normally do or as you'd like to and now you feel like oh my gosh i just made a mistake you know medicine is not for me um look at this like people are grasping this and i'm struggling and i have to put in more hours this is proof that i don't belong here another one is the soloist so basically the soloist feels that they have to accomplish tasks on their own and the moment they need to ask for help they feel that that means i'm a failure that means i'm a fraud that means i don't belong because i should be able to do this on my own another one is the superman or superwoman basically this person pushes themselves to work harder than those around them to prove that they're not imposters and um to get that sense of belonging so these are some of the ways um imposter syndrome shows up in people right and imposter syndrome can lead to anxiety or even depression 
and i'm talking about it in like an educational or work setting but even mothers go through um imposter syndrome and you know the higher you go up imposter syndrome is still prevalent so don't think like um it's only at college level because even phd students do suffer from um imposter syndrome even like a phd student in a very prestigious school and you'd think like oh my gosh this guy has made it but even some of them they do feel like oh my gosh like how did i even land the scholarship at like harvard you know how am i even doing my masters and i don't know this and i don't know that and they forget all the amount of knowledge that they do know and they zero in on what they don't know and they just feel like at one point people are gonna see that i don't deserve to be here and also performers are musicians actors um actresses they all do experience an element of imposter syndrome at one point so guys what i'd want you to um understand is that some people will know more than you in different aspects of life right in some areas some people know more in some areas they are going to know less than you and to somebody they might think that yo you actually have it all figured out and they wish they could be like you so the important thing is to stop comparing yourself and to kind of put things into perspective and know that you know what you can't know 100% of everything in the world right some aspects of things that you are involved in you will know not as much as you'd like to know and it's okay it's okay to learn from other people sometimes it's okay um to go back home and say okay I'll I think I need to read up more on this it doesn't mean you are a failure you're only human you can't know everything okay so here are just a few tips about coping with imposter syndrome okay be kind to yourself talk kindly to yourself affirm yourself and also focus on your strong points guys like i said look on the brighter side of things you got 98% and there's just that 2% missing like celebrate yourself that you know what i accomplished this i did this you know and even if you have to take a moment to go through all the accomplishments you've um had in life just to remind yourself that you bagged this you did that in years and now you're currently doing this do that really try and affirm yourself and put things into perspective that yes um these are your goals but currently you're not a failure you've succeeded so much and there's so much more that you can succeed in and you belong in those spaces you know and um another thing is value valuing criticism okay um yeah some people will come at you and it might be constructive it might be not so constructive but what i like to do is even when it's not so constructive just get the learning points you need from their statement and go back and be better and don't and try not to depend too much on people's um people's view on you be able to validate yourself you know whether you're validating yourself through the word of god is be able to validate yourself and say i deserve to be here i'm capable of xyz and yes i'm still learning in certain departments but you know what i have 
skills like i'm a fast learner i'm teachable things like that you know look for the good aspects um and look for your good traits and use that to um talk yourself down when you feel like you're an imposter and then on i was listening to a to uh um, someone's youtube video i think it was a ted talk and basically she was saying embrace the imposter syndrome look on the brighter side in the sense that if you have imposter syndrome you have intellectual humility you know and having intellectual humility is a good thing because you know your limits and you know when you need to um lean on other people and things like that and then another thing is that if you have imposter syndrome it means you look at situations from the perspective of an amateur and obviously an amateur a rookie a a beginner they are always trying to learn like because you know that okay i don't know everything so you're always trying to learn you put yourself in situations where you can learn grasp knowledge and you're always trying to catch up so in life if you are constantly learning it means that you're constantly growing and that isn't a bad thing so you can also look from it at this perspective and another thing is let imposter syndrome push you to action if you feel that you know what i don't know enough in this you can even enroll in an online class that you know let me enlighten myself let me educate myself about this topic or even ask a superior or a fellow colleague like oh can you break this down for me and all of that let it push you to action that betters yourself so that's positive imposter syndrome um toxic imposter syndrome is when these thoughts get control of you and when these thoughts get control of you uh, basically you beat yourself down your anxiety levels go skyrocketing you might even um end up depressed and basically you back down from challenges you back down from meetings you don't want to enter these spaces because you feel you're a fraud and basically you're running away uh, from your potential and you're dimming your light so the take home message is that most people experience imposter syndrome they experience these moments of doubt and that's normal but the important thing is to not let that doubt control your actions you know so the goal in dealing with imposter syndrome is to realize that you know these thoughts will creep up at some point in life depending on where you are but it's okay to have an imposter moment it happens to us all but it is not okay to have an imposter life okay so um really look into some of these tips and try and incorporate it into your life and if you feel like in this workplace i'm having too much of these imposter moments and anxiety levels are skyrocketing do feel free to talk to like a mentor or whoever's your support system get it off your chest and maybe they can help with some advice and even do consider talking to a professional well guys thank you for tuning in this is my take on imposter syndrome let me know which category you actually identify with whether you're a perfectionist an expert and all of that hit me up on the instagram page journey 21 i hope you have a lovely weekend love and light your girl pamzy